With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. tonight by Ann Conley. Hi, how you doing? We've been drinking and Laura Hidalgo and she's been drinking so I don't know. I I don't know if you should believe anything she says or not. Don't believe it if she says it about me. (laughs) And then um, Tiffany Fox. Hello. So, and uh, Laura and Tiffany are doing some homework that I sent them last week. No. <laughs> so um, I'm going to finish the conversation I was having with Ann. Uh, no, when I interviewed with him about the job, he asked me if I had written a book, and I, t- I told him I'd written the book <laughs> and that I had a series of seven planned out. And he, you know, after me telling him about it, he um he asked me if I wanted him to publish it, and he ended up sending me a contract on it. And you know, the more even before he sent the contract, the more I thought about it, uh, I have been so vehemently pro indie. You know, do it yourself. Learn what you need to before you think about being validated by the big sticks or any other traditional publisher. You know, do it for yourself so you know what's involved. And um, I just thought that if if I went and had a publisher on especially my first book, that it would be very hypocritical of me. So I, I told him yesterday uh, when we had our meeting that um, – you know, I, I was I was gonna do it all myself, at least the first go around. And uh, then my mom, she tells me, "Well, I wanted you to be on my imprint." No, you know, y'all are all fucking four doing this shit now. Didn't hear nothing about it last week. So, so, but yeah, I'm I'm doing it myself. But I am starting work for him uh, tomorrow. Oh, well, Tuesday. So I will be working for um, the largest publisher in Texas and um, the Texas Book Publishers 
Association. Cool. cool. Awesome. Congratulations! Okay. I'm, I'm not going to be the head bitch in charge there, but I am going, well, I don't know, I'll be the only female working there, so I will be the head bitch in charge. Just right. not the head bitch. So. There you go. Works for me. Win-win. Win-win. And I've talked him into a romance uh, division, you know, romance label. So uh, we're going to have to work out how to get that in. And um, right now it, it's John Hardy Publishers, and he's, what are you doing, Tiffany? What? Stop playing. I'm not. Liar. No. Says Tiffany's using draw. Add this app. Oh no, I had to exit off the side so I can get rid of this little toolbox oh. thing hanging off on the side. Oh, mine's not there. So um anyway. So uh but it, it's a publisher and it deals with Texas authors. It, it's Texas specific, so it, it's not nationwide. But they are the biggest publisher, you know, book publisher in Texas, so that's Pretty big shit. And plus, it only takes me like five minutes to drive there. <laughs> nice. Even better. Yeah. That's hard to do in Houston. You know, that that kind of makes up for the fact that I'm actually going to have to take a shower and brush my hair daily. Because let's face it, I really love That's the fact that I don't even have to brush my hair. <laughs> I'll go days without brushing my hair. <laughs> you nasty. I so let me ask you. Anyway. So, so does, are you still doing ebook builders, or how is that going to work? Are you I'm, doing both? I'm still, I'm still doing ebook builders. I'm still going to work with Beyond Def. I'm still going to work with um, okay. my mother's company's called uh, the Book Connection. Uh, I'm, I'm still going to do that. Uh, I'm. I just, I really don't think I'm going to be able to do the rush jobs anymore. I've been able to, you know, because I make my own schedule, if someone contacted me right now and said, I need my book by 5 o'clock in the morning, I could do it. You know, if they contact me at 9 o'clock at night and say, I need my book at 5 o'clock in the morning, okay, I can do it because I don't have to get up and go to a job. Yeah, I've got to get up and, and get Wee Bossy Baby on to the bus, but then I can go to sleep as soon as she's gone, and I can sleep. For you know the whole fucking day, so yeah, that's that's one good thing. Uh, so. Now I'm going to be able to do that, so I think I'm going to cut back on that. And the people who have been contacting me, I was like, you know, look, I I can't guarantee two day turnaround anymore. It might be a week before I get this to you. Yeah, it might be a week before I can start on it. If that's a problem, you should, you know, I can recommend someone else. So, but as long as I get noticed, then I'm good to go. Cancel. So, and he asked me last night, he goes, where do you see yourself in five years? And I was like, well, hopefully above ground. Right? <laughs> and he goes, well, do you want your own publishing house? I was like, no. <laughs> I don't think so. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. You know, a lot, a lot of shit can happen in a month. Less, much less 
you know, five years. So we'll see. I just might be a publisher extraordinaire. And oh, Laura, she empty. She, she go, you go, I'm so dry. I'm why, so dry. Um, why? why, God, why? Why? <laughs> why did you take my wine? My oh, wine. As a true so, Southern male you know, will say, my wine. I want my wine back. Fill my wine glass. <laughs> so, Dina, uh, I do want to go and commend you on your video editing that you did for your marketing. That was really cool. Well, you know, it, it just kind of happened. I, I don't know. He, when I had my interview with him, he goes, look, you cannot publish your book in 2016. You've done absolutely no marketing and promotion. Like, bitch, don't ever tell me I can't do something. Because <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> because I do not take orders well. Okay, I mean, so I thought, well, it's he's right. Us, Dina. I've done what? It's the Gemini in us. I guess. I don't know. Mom made the comment, and I'll go back to my, my earlier statement in a second. But Mom made a comment. She goes, well, when I was talking to him about you, because she's the one that got me the interview. She goes, when I was talking to him about you, I told him that you're like a typical Gemini. Either you're in a corner by yourself reading a book and you want to be left the fuck alone, or you're screaming at the top of your lungs and giving table dances. Okay, I can't really argue with that. I really can't be argued with. <laughs> so, no, and I've Tiffany's never, ever, ever, ever seen you in a corner reading a book. I don't think that exists. Oh, well, you know, y'all see me when I'm supposed to be. Where are you going? You know? Um, yeah. I definitely, you know, I shut down and I go and I get in my bed and you leave me the fuck alone. And I, I used to do it with a book. Now, I think because I spend so much time with books for work. No, I, I need to recharge my literary shit so I um I I go on like Netflix binges and Me too. Like I get to where I feel like I can't read for fun anymore and when I try to read for fun I just can't get into it. So I binge on shows. Yeah. So but, um what I was saying is, yes, he was right. I had done, like, zero fucking promotion. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to do something. And I want to make a book trailer that's completely different than a book trailer. Because I don't want to necessarily sell the book. I want the book's name out there. But I don't really want what everyone considers a book trailer. So I did the video that the Dirty Martini, or, well, I'm sorry. Filthy fucking martini plays a huge role in my book. So that's why I made the the video with the filthy fucking martini recipe in it and just barely mentioned the book title or my name at all. And I would have been happy not mentioning my book title at all. Or, you know, only at the end and someone, no, no, you need to do this. So, but anyway, that's what I did. And I mean, I think it took it took me longer to find the music than it took me to make that. It was and an excellent music. 
And Laura can, I mean, Laura's like, no, don't use that music. I'm like, well, maybe this one. And I'm like, look, I'm using this one. She goes, okay, well, that one will work. <laughs> Laura was pretty much involved a lot. So, but it got me thinking. I'd seen an, an article about video marketing is, is going to be like the new wave. So, okay, I want to get in on this without getting in on it, right? Because if you're in publishing, you have to know all kinds of shit, not yeah. just not just literary stuff. You've got to know, you know, you got to know formatting. You, you've got to at least know the basics of grammar, which that completely eluded me. And Tiffany, when we record the episode, when she's editing my shit, she's probably going to want to fucking throat punch me. So, like, for that month that she's editing my shit, I'm going to be unavailable. So, yeah, pretty much. Can't tell me she's coming to town because I'm gonna run and hide. Because she's small, but she could jump and hit me. <laughs> she just could just you know punch you right in the in a twat and then you she'll be punching me in my ovaries, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know you have to know so much different stuff. And so I thought, you know, yeah, video marketing does make sense. So now I'm learning. I've got three different video editing production programs that I'm going to learn. Because I don't really I have use anything else to iMovie. You know. And I know a little bit of Adobe After Effects. Um, but that's a pain in the ass, just saying. Um, I have used... Uh, video blocks. I had an, a subscription for them for over two years. Um, I just didn't use it enough to justify continuing. Yeah, to continue well, to, there's, to there's, do that. There's several programs. You've got Windows Media or Windows Movie Maker, whatever it is, and it's free. And that's what I made mine with. And then if you have a Mac, you can get um, iMovie. And I don't know how much it costs, but it makes uh, it is free. I'm a, I My daughter uses it, and that's what she makes her videos with. And I actually have a couple authors that said that they would hire her to make her to make their videos. It does some really cool shit. Well, I also um, there's DaVinci Resolve, and it's like a full program. And then they have the, and it's free. And then they have one that's that's got even more bells and whistles. And DaVinci Resolve has a lot of shit that you can do all kinds of stuff. And um, but I went and I, I did the research. Which ones are the best? Which are comparable to iMovie? Because I like what iMovie does. I like the way that you can do the graphics on it, which I thought was really cool. But um, then they also have. Holy fuck! Where'd it go? Um, there, there's other programs. There's one that's that's paid, and it's called uh, Wonder 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 Share Filmora, and it, it's a paid option, and it's like fifty bucks. But it, it's got some really cool layers and stuff. I don't know. I, I think you know, if it is gonna be if video is going to be as big a marketing thing as it is and if you you don't want to pay someone to do these because you know some book trailers these authors are shelling out bucks 
Yeah. And, you know, if you don't know. want to shell out the bucks, then you're going to have to learn. Oh, the other one is Hit Film for Express, and it was also free. So I know, like, if you went with, like, you know, like a video production person, um, one of the popular ones in the indie community uh, charges between fifteen to twenty five hundred, depending how much uh, editing and work it was going to be. Um, but and that's not including the fees that they would have to charge for the models or the actors. The cost for the images. Well, and and then too, I think that the video clips do a lot more than you know stop action. You know, just stills. Overlaid. I don't, I'm not a. I don't know. I don't, I don't like this. Just using still photos for. It. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you can use them was, occasionally, but not. There was not the whole there thing. was one made by um, Inger Iverson that I really liked. Um, I think it was for her Few of Angels series, and that one was made with Timid Monster, but like, it was done, you know, very well. You know, some CG was inside of it and everything like that. Um, so, but, I mean, for whatever, I don't know how much she paid, but even if she paid, like, $2,500 or whatever it may be, it was worth the production because it was actually, you could see the work that was involved in it, you know? I wouldn't pay well, that. you know, I can see if you're J.R. Ward paying, you know, big bucks, but if you're someone that's not a household name, is it really a good return on your investment? I mean, are, are you that's something I think honestly that's something for somebody who's a little bit more established, um, that has a good following, that's making a good chunk of money on a monthly basis, that could afford it. I mean, let's just be realistic. I'm not, I'm nowhere near that kind of money, <laughs> so I barely scratched the surface. So. Um, you know, like I said, if I can ever make anything, if I was to ever, ever, ever be successful like that, hell yeah, I would do it, absolutely. But I need to have the money just for the fact that I would just want to see how it would come out. <laughs> so it would be cool for me. But I write fantasy, so you got to understand, for me as a fantasy, fantasy perspective, yeah, I think it would just be really awesome to kind of bring to light the book. Now, for romance, it's for me, it's like it's very difficult for me to kind of see like why would I would spend that much money. But that's just me. My question mm -hmm. is, what do you do with those? You, you spend money, you get this awesome video. What do you do with them? I've got a YouTube channel. I have a couple of videos that I, because I did some serendipity videos. I got a buddy that played the guitar, and he he did this really cool background music, and I did. I got some really crappy stills, and I got my quotes, and the video was crap because I did it. But you know, I put it on my YouTube channel. I posted it on Facebook, and I, I blogged about it, and I put G plus. I tweeted it, but it didn't sell any books, you know. But that, granted, that was years ago, and a video is the new thing, and maybe well, that's different. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do with the video? So you've got a video. You're appealing to readers who read books. They don't watch stuff. Well, the the thing with with what I did for the first the videos are getting more visibility on social media. Yeah, they, they get a lot of fucking visibility. Ads. 
Facebook has just and started was, with your app. Well, and the whole reason and keep but the it, thing is, you, know, you have remember. to remember on Instagram it has to be 15 seconds. So I had to make a completely different one for Instagram that was just 15 seconds, and and. For I really wanted to keep it right at a minute, but I couldn't do the whole recipe and give you time to read it in under a minute, you know, in a minute. So that was the reason that one. But you know, it, you know, but you have some people, especially when they when they first started doing book trailers. You had book trailers that were like five minutes long. Look. You got a minute. I don't give a shit what you got. You got a minute, two tops. You got to get it out there. So, and you can't I mean, have the shit flash so quick on the screen that you can't read it. So, it, you need to be, it's like an elevator pitch visually for your book. I will tell you this. When I went to school for film, and they basically tell you when we had to do, like, for a project, a book trailer. Um, they basically told us, like, you have less than 30 seconds to captivate a person's interest. Not even that long. That's it. 30 seconds to, and so whatever you're going to sell, you have 30 seconds to kind of, like, basically sell them in those 30 seconds. The full minute is going to make them a guaranteed viewer. The first 15 seconds has to be to the point where they're going to be like, I want to keep watching this. You're so like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, when it's the same thing with gifts that are out there, like the animated promos, um, I tell people the same thing. It's like, you know, you want it short and sweet and just want them, you know, basically people just to go get a, a little feel for the book and then move on. Um, you don't want to go and put a lifetime story on it or you don't want to put a bunch of, you know, text. You just want something to grab their attention Sell the book and move on. And um, at the end of the day, you know, ultimately we want to make sure in any business it is, it's safety with the social media, the words that we use, the action verbs and the sponsor ads and all these things, it really comes down to you have a mere moment to get somebody's attention. Um, that's why a lot of times you find people who use things like, you know, if you love, you know, this, that, or the other, then you'll love this. No. No, <laughs> that's not going to work all the time. People hate that, you know, because you're comparing yourself to somebody else's market, and you don't know if that's really your market. A lot of times I've, I've read books where I've seen that, and the market was nothing like it. So it was like, I'm like, no, that was just like a lie. So, but yeah, that's my point. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know, why are you making that face? Because someone went in and tag my photo with a whole bunch of people that I don't know who the fuck these people are. So, I know what I'm going to do. Fucking. Sorry, guys. I keep losing connection. Trailer trash, motherfucker. I don't know who the fuck you are. Who the fuck are you talking to? I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to this fucking bitch who went and tagged a whole bunch of people on my damn picture. Are you on Facebook? Shut up. <laughs> be hate. Be hate. All right, so now what are, I mean, speaking, you know, video marketing, what else are you thinking would be a good angle for somebody who's just starting off to go and put their video marketing together? Um, 
if they were writing romance? Like, what would you suggest that they do? Oh, God. You know what? It, it, it's, you know, that's like the million-dollar question, right? No one fucking knows what's going to work. Did y'all see Charity Parker's? Uh, I can't remember who she wrote. Regina Puckett, maybe? Oh, the, the the hers, hers was awesome. It was amazing. I bought it. I'm reading it. It's, it's awesome. It was so good. The video trailer was so good. And she made it with iMovie. Did she? Uh-huh. Who was this? Charity Parkerson and her co-author. I, I don't want to say it again because I might be wrong. Was it Regina uh, Puckett? It was Regina Puckett. It was her mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was such a good trailer. It really was. It was a good trailer. But, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? You've, you've got to get your name out there. And you've got to, video really and truly does work wonders. You can put it on Facebook. You can do a Facebook ad. For mine, I spent $2 on getting that that ad there, right? So $2 got that two-minute video in front of 2,000 people where 600 people actually watched it, where I got 600 views. So $2, I don't think that's that's that bad of a return on it. Where's the feedback coming from? Anyway, there's there's all kinds of places where you can get video footage instead of using still photos. And Laura turned me on to uh, Shutterstock, which was cheaper. And then someone else also told me about Dollar Photo, which has video, and it's cheaper as well. As well. Are they back up in the subscriptions? Um. Well, I did. Uh, you I did on Adobe Stock. No, I. Well, yeah, at Adobe Stock, they're eighty bucks a piece. Holy shit! Right, and I went through photo or shutter, shutter, Shutterstock. Yeah, that would be it. I went through them and I got five for sixty-nine or seventy-nine dollars. Nice. Because I only need—I don't need the HD. I only need web. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. You know, don't buy more than you need. You know. Just because it it comes in HD doesn't mean you need it in HD. This is not running at the movie theater, okay? Right. And if I had the money to get it in front of people at a movie theater, then I would have the money to buy the clips in HD. How much does it cost to buy advertising for the movie theater? theater. But you know what? That's a really good idea. Especially like if you've got a romance, put it up on a Friday night, you know, like date night, in front of the chick flicks. My movie theater costs about six hundred dollars to put something up on the slide show before the movie starts. And is it a still or is it an actual video? It's a slideshow. It's it's a still a still shot. But I could put I could probably put my giffies up. Not, not in to, my town, to do video. but I wouldn't do video. But, uh, 
Yeah, it would have to be like high definition video um, recorded, so that way um, it will it wouldn't be all pixelated, and it has to be certain requirements that they will have to put up. Yeah, but it, you know, it's something to think about, especially if you're gonna go for like the small towns. I wouldn't. I would hate to think what it would cost for me to put it up in you know, um, one of the theaters that we go to. Right. Right. You know, here, here in Houston, I mean. But small towns are, are it's a feasible avenue. You can like, I wouldn't put any up in any small towns in Texas for romance or fantasy or even um, horror, maybe, maybe definitely. Um, uh, what is it? Inspirational, absolutely. Because we're 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 a Republican yeah, state. Non, you know, non, you have to be whatever. Menage stuff. You can't do that. But um, it's definitely something to look into for small towns and more oppressive uh, states. All right. Well, I'm wondering. Well, would that, would it just get you, would that $600 just get you one screen, one time, or would it get you in my screens town, for a month? You know, what, what's in your... my it's a month. In my town, it's a month. It's one slide, because they, they run a slideshow. They run a PowerPoint slideshow. It's what they right. do before the show starts. And it's one slide, but it repeats. You know, I see the same code six times before my my movie starts. You know, and and um and I think you can choose which screens it plays on. So you can pick your movie. If you're doing a children's book, you can put a children's book slide up before a, a children's show or something. Well, actually, what you were talking about six hundred dollars for a month. Yeah, that that's really. A good investment. I mean, whether or not you would get any readers, that's that's a good price to pay for a month of advertising. For certain markets, absolutely. Do it for my books in my town. But uh, now that I said it, I, I even I only priced it because I was um, head of marketing and advertising for a place where I sold mobile homes, and we were looking to advertise at our movie theaters to sell mobile homes there. That's they, that, they but, might not um, do that anymore. It might only be, you know, videos. Ours hasn't changed. Our, 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 but our movie theater is really old and outdated, and they do powerpoints before the before the movie starts. And there's got to be others that do that in um, other parts of the world. Exactly. Well, I want to look. All that were, like that makes me think because I can look into the theater here because they even have a slide up that says, you know, like want to see your product here. Yeah. Call yada yada yada. Yeah. That'd be like a good way to catch like mass quantities at once. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's really good. Um, you think about how many people are in those theaters at the opening night. Right. Absolutely. Well, and another thing I wanted to discuss tonight was um, pricing because I ran into a you know. Indies are all what, and it's not even just indies. It, it's like indies and small press are always talking about, you know, what's the best price? What's the best price? You know, should I do my new release at 99 cents and then, you know, after a week it goes up to such and such price? 
and you know, shit. Most people are like, especially the newbies and people with like, who's under your arm? That's that's Boy Spawn. It didn't even look like Boy Spawn. Sorry. So um, he's making a funny face. <laughs> so you know, I mean, people are always kind of, you know, what are what are we supposed to charge? Should I charge ninety nine cents? If I charge ninety nine cents, is there going to be a backlash against other people in indie? Because then you have people who are like, people quit selling your shit for ninety nine cents. You're doing more damage. And then you've got people going, no, I'm going to sell my shit for ninety nine cents if I fucking want to. Because I'm going to try to get my shit in front of as many people as possible in as quick an amount of time. And if I choose to sell it for 99 cents for 24 hours, shut up. It's mine, and you have no say. So, I mean, you know, pricing is like this huge thing. And Laura, which I guess we lost her, either that or she she's, got, she's got tech issues. We lost her. Okay, she's, she's got a whole lexicon of how she plans what she thinks you should be charging. And I really hope she comes back because I want to hear her drunken ass talk about it. Um, Laura's got a really awesome idea that if everybody in the industry would follow, like, her rubric, basically, um, it would bring the standard of pricing back up. And people would stop bitching about this 99 cent stuff. You know, like, if 99 cents works for you, that's great. You know, like, Anne releases at 99 cents, and it's like that, you know, for a short period of time, and then she jumps up to regular price. And people still buy her books. Because right. people know the standard of writing that they're going to get from Anne Conley. Okay, like they yeah, know that Anne Conley books... about you, Anne. That, no, 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 not at all. Like, Anne Conley... And I, it's funny, I'm talking about you like you're not even here, but when Ann Conley writes a book, you know that you're going to get the value of $2.99, $3.99 um, when, you, when you purchase that book. You know you're going to get that. But then again, you have all of these other authors and or scammers, because let's face it, there are scammers out there who are posting random crap on Amazon for $0.99, cents and people are buying it. And they're making a ton of royalties off of it, and there's absolutely zero content to it. There is no plot. There's no storyline. As a matter of fact, there was one book. It's gibberish. That's what it is. Well, it's fucking gibberish. Yeah, absolutely gibberish. Um, there was an author um, a year ago, year and a half ago, was begging us to go onto Amazon and report this book as not hers because someone had hijacked her Amazon account and was actually able to collect royalties for this short period of time that she couldn't get them off of her account. Like, they had hijacked, they had created a profile on Amazon as her, claimed on into Author Central, claimed the book as hers, and then received royalties for X amount of days until Amazon finally shut it down. I mean, shit like that happened. Right. Yeah, it does. And, you know, but, you know, like, it's, it's you know, this is the way I see it. We, and how many books do you have? 23? 24? All well, I know is that it took forever to do her badass page. Okay, so, like, if you are a reader of Anne's, you know what you're going to get. 
So the 99 cents is a bonus to you for being on the heads up, for knowing that the book is coming out, and jumping in and getting it first. But even when the book goes up to 2.99, 3.99, those books still sell because everybody likes to read Dan. But like I was saying before, there are, and I've told this to authors, especially new authors, brand new authors that come to me, and we work with them through Beyond Deaf or whatever you know avenue we work with them. They say, "How should I price my book?" Well, as a new author, I would not release it 99 cents because to me, if I were a new author and I released it 99 cents, I'm telling my potential readers I don't think it's worth that much. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's one thing to, after you've sold 100 copies or however many, and you have 10 reviews up, 10, 12, 20, you know, God willing, you have 20 reviews. Now we lost Tiffany. <laughs> I mean, but when, when you have that, then it's okay to go in. I'm back. Say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to run a a one-week promotion. I'm going to sell this for 99 cents. You love it? Please tell your people. You know? Sorry I lost you guys. I was like on a really good rant there. <laughs> but no, like as, as a new author, I would never release it 99 cents. I wouldn't do it. But I also wouldn't release it 5.99. You know, if, if I were a brand new author, I would not release a book at 5.99. Even though Amazon might say, based on your word count and based on the size of your file, yada, 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 your book should be priced at $5.99, I still wouldn't price it at $5.99 because to me that's almost saying I'm overly confident in right. my work. You know, so you well, have to find that middle ground. So there's your $2.99 and $3.99. juggling. Where do I put my foot? Do I go on the $3.99? Do I, you know, it's kind of like Twister, only instead of colors, it's numbers. And right. no one prices their book at like everyone. They'll do four ninety nine or five ninety nine. No one says I'm going to sell my book for five twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go in, and when I do my book, I'm going to sell my book for three. No, for four oh two. Take on the pricing issue. What did you say? <coughs> and it's, here's my take. Here's my take on all this. It depends on what your goal is, number one. If your goal is to uh, make a living off your book, then your first book out, um, I can count on this hand the number of people I know who have done that. This way. This hand. Um, on their first book. So right. it doesn't really matter what you put it at. It's what your goal is. If your goal is to get high in the rankings, price it at 99 cents. Don't price it free because there's nothing. The whole point of free book pricing is to tease readers with the taste of what's to come. So you need at least three to five books in a series to move them on. To justify free. To click free for the free stuff. Don't ever price anything free unless you have three to five books to back up. 99 cents will get your rankings up, just make, make it more visible at Amazon. Um, if you just want your book out there and don't give a shit about the money, 99 cents is okay. Um, right. It depends on your goal as a writer. But like I said, if you're looking to make a living off that one book, your first book you put out there, you're thinking it's going to take off, 
and you'll be able to quit your job. This is the number of people I know that have done that. Right. And I know a lot of fucking people. I know a lot of fucking people. A lot of fucking um, people. A lot. And, and I use the word <laughs> loosely. But, you know. Right. <laughs> well, they they did. You can, you, can, you can step up on your high horse or whatever and say, I'm not worth 99 cents. And good for you for being that way. Because, I mean, um. Honestly, nobody's worth 99 cents. No. Hell to the fuck no. worth a hell of a lot more than 99 cents. But I priced it in cents to get the rankings of it up so that the visibility is higher on Amazon and and it'll do a good click-through. But I didn't price it at 99 cents permanently until I had three books out in that series. Right. I well, and, well, and I don't see... I don't see anything wrong with the first book of a series being 99 cents or perma-free once you've built up that list. Because yeah, once you once you have three books or more in it, and they're priced at two ninety nine, three ninety nine, four ninety nine, by all means, if you've got a full set, especially if you've got cliffhangers through them, and the first one is a cliffhanger, of course, if it's your first book and you don't have two and three out yet or written, don't do number one is the cliffhanger because you're gonna piss someone off, especially if like you like. Fucking lose the urge to write book two, three, four, whatever. And then these people are like left indefinitely. And they're like, look, you never finished this series. So what the hell makes you think I'm going to buy any other series from you, especially if it's got a cliffhanger? Suck me. Well, and you know, like, and there are some authors out there who can write a book, put it out there for free from the get go finish the series and be really successful with it. It just depends on how you write, what you write, what audience you're targeting. Well, I don't there, know. I don't know if that even author, works now. That I read that the very first book of his that he put out, it was free from the get-go. He never, ever, ever charged for and that book. When, when was this? This Well, this was before like big indie went like right. mainstream. Right, and, exactly. And when I read that book, well, what, this was back in. Doesn't work now. This was back in. He published it in 2012, and I picked it up in 2013. Yeah, and but um, but I'm just gonna say that it doesn't work. Books now, I don't think that's gonna work. I don't know it because I don't I don't really know if it's gonna work to get the audience because there's so many free books that are shit, that people price them as free, thinking, look, I'm just trying to get some numbers because I want some K, you know, KU action in my right. bank account. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and here we go. Clusterfuck <laughs> shit with KU. And, and are you telling Boy Spawn he needs to leave? No. I'm just saying he probably shouldn't. Him. Why I'm growling? Because he stiffened up real quick and got scared for a minute. But I'm not growling at you. So well. No, that's like a whole. I the the whole thing has changed drastically in like six months versus you can't even say three years. In six months, it's changed drastically. Used to you could run the free promos and it would you would get the knock on effect after your free promo ran that you were still ranking high and you were still making sales. And it's really not doing that now because KU has been inundated with scammers. 
Oh, yeah, it has. Trying to get the big bucks. And I've been telling my clients, stay the fuck away from KU. Don't even. And they're like, oh, well, I can make money. No, you really can't because you're honest and you're selling a real book. But here's the thing. Don't say that you can't make money on KU because I know authors who have made 30 grand a month on KU. And they don't even know it right now. Uh, within the last there couple months, that were making 30k a year ago, but were no, they like making we're talking, 30k last we're month? Within, we're talking within the last probably six months. Well, but I, I, had, on, I had so many authors come to me and say, "You know what? I signed up for KU because everyone was making money, and then as soon as I did it, my fucking sales dropped to zero, and I'm lucky if I can buy a cup of coffee with what my fucking sales are on that book." Right. And well, this is a good book. It works different for different people. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of leery. I, no. My personal book, my book, when I put it out, I will never put it out, KU. I will never do exclusive with anyone unless you're going to fucking pay me a big wad of cash up front. Because I don't care if I sell one book on iTunes or Kobo. That's one person that I'm not getting from Amazon because they fucked so many people over. I'm just not gonna do it. So yeah, but you know, I'm, trust me, I'm really opinionated about a bunch of shit, and I'm really vocal about what the fuck I'm opinionated. Y'all can listen to me, or y'all can tell me to suck a duck. I don't really fucking give a flying fuck, but. You know, the the latest market research tells us that readers currently like their novels <clears throat> priced between three ninety nine and six ninety nine. Personally, as a reader, for an indie I'm sorry, for an indie or a small pub, I'm not gonna pay anything over four ninety nine. Not gonna do it. And but I have paid Highly anticipated by by a big six, by a big five, by for a real, you know, for for a a book from a traditional publishing house, you know, Simon and Schuster or, you know, what the fuck ever. I'm not gonna pay over over five ninety nine anyway. It's just not gonna happen. I'm not gonna pay five. I might pay five ninety nine. I might pay six fifty for a JD Robb. Or for you know Stephen King, but I've got to be like Nora waiting. Nora Roberts is awesome, so don't talk shit about her. Her latest release, her latest release on Kindle is fifteen ninety nine. Not gonna fucking pay it. I won't. I will not pay. Because that. you're not even buying the book. You're buying the no. license to read the book. That as many it. times as you want. You don't right. even own the book. No, I'll if I'm gonna pay fifteen ninety nine for a fucking book, I'm gonna get a fucking print in my hand. Yeah. And you know what? I don't buy print books anymore either. I buy them at signings all the time. Well, yeah, signings are different because you're not paying, you know, what the fuck ever. But no, that's just it. And Okay. You know, I mean but I don't know. I, I can see 
you know, for a 70,000 word book, 80,000 word book, you know, 300 word, 300 page, 250 page book, I can see 399, 499. Yeah. No problem. And I don't know if if I get a book for free, I'd like to say that I don't really expect much from it, but really, I'm going to be hypercritical of it. So y'all talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, and I'm checking your giveaway right now to see where we're at. How's it going? So. Um, we're at 230 entrants. I just, it's, it only says that one has been claimed, so I don't know how many have actually won until this is over, and it's over in two hours, maybe? I'll have to go. I'm in a group on Facebook, and they were talking about these, and somebody had done them, and they were, I'll go back and reread that thread and see if I can gain any insight, but I'll do well, it tomorrow. There's, there's all sorts of settings that you can do when you set up these giveaways, so I don't know if I messed up the settings, because this is like the first time that I've ever done it. So, um, I can, once it expires, I'll go through and redo it and maybe make it last longer and change the settings, because you can choose how people win. You can choose it based on odds, you can choose it based on entries, you can choose it based on, you know, other things. So, um, I just thought it was odd that, that you were giving away 20 copies at a time and people were clicking on what they needed to click on. They're like, oh, I didn't win. I'm like, well, how do they decide who wins? Is it every fifth clicker or I don't know. I was yeah, just I – was... I, I, I think I did it based by odds, so maybe next time I'll do it, like, based by entry. Okay. And yeah. do it that way, like, entry number to where it picks, like, every third, fourth, fifth, however I mean, you know, many people – do it. And I like that you can do it through Amazon. And you don't have to worry about, yeah, I'm sending you this. And then is this person going to fucking upload it to, you know, pirate no, they can't. They can't return it. And they get it in an email. And they have to claim it. And it goes straight to their Kindle. Right. And that is really cool. So. So, all right, Laura never made it back, and no. we're going to call it quits for the show. If y'all want to keep talking afterwards, we can talk afterwards. <coughs> so, but uh, on behalf of myself and Laura, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to our drunken fucking clusterfuck of a show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Woo! <laughs> Drunken bitches, say goodnight. 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 Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.